Hello everyone. Welcome to the latest Lead Masterclass. I'm your host, Vishwadi Banerjee. As a reminder to all of you, Lettuce Lead believes in people-centricity and servant leadership. We are trying to build the next generation of managers and leaders here. So if you are not aligned with our mission, then please skip this and move on to other things in life. And those who are aligned with our purpose, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram as well. Lettuce Lead recently ventured in the podcasting world as well. And you can find my podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Hubhopper, Acast, Breaker, and Kabri as well. All the links are given in the description below. Also note that this masterclass is following up the First Time Managers, a complete guide full-length training course that we completed in 2021. So if you have not gone through that, then I would request you to also go through that course to learn different aspects of management, just to get you going. All right, let's get started with Let Us Lead Masterclass taking you to the next level. So today we are starting with our sixth episode of the series and we'll be discussing about how to hire the right kind of people. Now, this is a very, very high demand subject which makes this content a premium one. However, the mission of Let Us Lead is far more important than just money or any workshop fees. So I decided not to make it a paid content in a workshop format and I'm very, very excited to give you all the insights into this and share all the knowledge and experience that I have gathered over the years. And I'm sure all of you are very eager and excited to go through this as well. All right, so let's not waste much time and let's get started. Now, when it comes to hiring, by and large, candidates get screened on two major factors. Uh, I mean, in broader terms, one is your will and another factor is the skill. Now, under this will factor, not only behavior and attitude plays a crucial role, but also alignment with organization's values and culture also you know, can come into play. On the other hand, skill is pretty straightforward. Every industry demands uh, niche skill sets and candidates get judged during interviews. Now, no two companies are the same when it's, um, I mean, even if it's the same industry, and that is why the more generic the hiring process will be, the greater will be the probability to onboard wrong hires for any particular company. Every company needs a customized, well-researched hiring process, which actually suits their needs. Now, coming back to the point, of course, you have to evaluate skills and behavior. But the bigger question is, uh, which one will you prioritize? Now, vast majority hires based on skills. And I say uh, that is exactly why vast majority of the organizations are not great or are not doing great. Only handful are. The great organizations uh, always excel in hiring. They have the ability to look beyond skill sets. Look, let us recall one of my earlier episodes where I discussed in detail why behavior is so difficult to change. It depends on so many complex factors like environment, like your life experiences, your genes or your physical factors. If you want to know that in detail, uh, you can check that episode, post this video and you will find that uh, video in the same playlist. Uh, but I will also put that link down in the description for you. But I do not want to discuss those in this particular video. So I will cut the chase and tell you 
that behavior is very very difficult to change but on the other hand skills are ever-changing and you can train anyone any skills now of course some people will pick up some skills faster and better than others but the fact remains that it is trainable and thus it is controllable now in spite of this truth it is it just baffles me that still organization stresses so much on skills and gives so less importance on behavior or values or character one of the major reason for this attitude i think is due to the fact that it is very difficult to judge someone's attitude in an interview uh, which typically is a short format process and it is much easier to assess knowledge or skills so to summarize let me quote a line from the founder and ex-CEO of Southwest Airlines, uh, the legendary Herb Kelleher, who once said on hiring that hire for attitude, train for skill, and look for leadership capabilities in all your potential hires. I just cannot agree with this line enough. And Southwest, just like other inspiring organizations, walk the talk. They have always hired for attitude and values which they thought were right for their culture. Let me share with you a very popular story of Southwest Airlines hiring. You might get some very good ideas from that story itself. The story goes by the name of the Brown Short Story, how Southwest filters cultural fits. Fun-loving attitude is one of the values of uh, Southwest and they take that pretty seriously. The name Brown Shorts draws from a story of Southwest Airlines about a round of hiring for new pilots. Now, typically, uh, you know, hiring pilots means typically those serious folks dressed formally in black suits, etc. Now, the Southwest interviewer invited this serious bunch of pilots to get comfortable in a pair of Bermuda shorts. <laughs> Can you believe that? Now, these shorts were part of Southwest summer uniform, but it was an invitation that seemed too ridiculous for many of the pilots who immediately declined the shorts. They thought, what has shorts to do with flying airplane? But, but that just told Southwest that these folks, these pilots may be great pilots. I mean, they might be, they might have great skill sets and they might, you know, exhibit those skill sets and, you know, fly our airplanes better and, and satisfy the customer that way. But they just were not going to fit a fun-loving culture of Southwest Airlines. Now, just because you, you put on the shorts, uh, you know, there's no guarantee that you got the job. Of course, there were other rounds to follow uh, where, you know, more filtration happened. But this was a pretty good indication that, uh, you know, those pilots might just not fit into the Southwest culture. Now, Southwest Airlines, uh, let me tell you, is the most profitable low-cost airlines in U.S. history. Their customers and employees both just love them. They have passed all the test of time with flying colors, including the 2007-2008 recession, and due to their great culture and leadership, basically. So you know, you know how seriously they take the hiring process. So how can you hire people for attitude for your company then? What strategy should you adopt? Now, if you look at the traditional interview process, you basically try to uh, filter candidates based on their skills first. After the people get through the skill assessment, then they confront the management round. And on clearing that, they meet the HR, where typically the CTC and the joining dates, uh, etc. gets discussed. This 
hiring structure has been going on for so many decades and clearly this prioritizes uh, skill that's why skill assessment gets done first your value or attitude assessment is done or is supposed to be done by the second round which is the management round however since companies are skill focused so if any candidate clears the skill assessment the management round a lot of times with a few exceptions though becomes literally a walkover no managers wants to reject skilled workforce correct so you can very well see the problem here the problem here is the management round where it is placed in the entire sequence of hiring all you need to do is change the order if you want to hire for attitude then have the round which judges the attitude right up front right it is the most easiest change that you can do and it surprises me how vast majority of the organization does not do this way it makes so much difference it makes your managers ask questions to the candidate without knowing how skillful the candidates are if managers feel that the candidate's attitude is not up to mark or they does not fit the cultural values of the company they can reject them without giving their decision a second thought as is the case um when when managers know that the candidates have cleared the skill round first so why do reject them so let me give a second thought you see the benefit here it's not about what questions to ask it is first about your intent your mindset and your will right do you have the intent of hiring or rejecting candidates based on attitude or share values irrespective of how skilled candidates they are what credentials they have how they scored in their schools or colleges if yes you got to show that intent right up front in interview process only then comes what questions to ask in those management rounds now although i can share some of the questions you can ask in an interview to judge someone's attitude but i will not be able to since uh, that will not make any sense this video is on youtube and is accessible to everyone managers as well as candidates so if i talk about specific questions here even candidates will come to know so what will be the point for you if you are really interested to create a list of questions for your organization then you can contact me on my email and i can work with you to create a list however in this video i intend to share with you five things that you can use as part of your hiring strategy number 1 create a certified interview panel and a well calibrated interview process now why is this required people who are doing well in your company consistently are more likely to be your cultural fits right people who are the torch bearers of your values and culture are most likely to be the best judge to determine who should be allowed uh, to come into the system so start from there and make your best guys go through an extensive training and once again when i say best guys i i do not mean the best guys in terms of performance i i i mean to say the best guys uh, who are cultural fits for your company all right so start with that and you know your best guy should be uh, you know given an extensive training and and calibration and a certification program on hiring there's no point having a panel where there are too many conflicting opinions on hiring uh, you will basically waste your time money and effort and you will make wrong choices very often when it comes to hiring number 2 try to have group interviews as opposed to one on one here you will make better choices one person judging a guy 
and three people or four people judging the same guy is not the same drill. On top of that, if you can have at least three or four candidates grouped together in an interview process, you'll be able to judge how candidates are treating each other during the interviews, how they're interacting with each other and pushing their perspectives forward, how they're respecting counter views of others or dismissing them without even considering. It is a decent enough indicator of how collaborative they are. Of course, they are fighting for an opportunity to get into your company, so collaboration in true sense will not be there. However, if you observe closely, their attitude and behavior will reveal a lot about them when they'll be working in groups. Number three, review their resumes thoroughly and check how frequently they have changed jobs. Now, do not jump to any conclusion, but ask them uh, questions, ask them for the reasons uh, on why they have changed so many jobs and try to validate whether it makes perfect sense to you. Now, to give you guys a clue, if their reasons are something like, uh, you know, they jumped the ship due to money or management issues, then you should think whether your company can keep the employee happy with his or her expectations. But if the reason seems to be organic, like growth or location or personal issues or family issues, and if you're convinced with all their answers, then you should be fine. However, the frequency of jumps are pretty good indicator of the stability of an employee. Number four, tone down the formality of the interview process a bit. It's almost like giving a feeling to the candidate that you are starting to like the candidate and having a near friendly conversation. It will help you to open up the candidate and lower his guard. Now remember, in an interview process, you want the candidate to do most of the talking instead of you doing a lot of talking. So unless you make him feel safe, he will not say those extra words and sentences that you want to hear, right? On top of this, the millennial generation uh, is pretty smart. They're the first generation who has grown up with technology. They have information available in their fingertips. They're just better prepared for all your questions. They're learning interview skills from webinars, online classes, YouTube videos like this, and many more channels. So you've got to be one step ahead than them. You've got to break those point-to-point -point answers, uh, you know, those prepared answer scripts. I, I hope you're getting the point. Number five, ask them why they want to join your company. You cannot miss this question. This is such an important question. No matter how prepared they are, this question will let you know whether they want to join you for the right reason or not. I found uh, mostly people answers in a very generic way. Like, um, I want to join your company because yours is a multinational corporation. Or sometimes they would say it's a great company to work with or it's a very reputed company. Um, or, you know, I got to know that you have got some great clients uh, and growth opportunities, you know, something like that. Very generic answers I used to get. These answers indicates that you are just another company in their growth map. Otherwise, you mean nothing to them, right? They're hardly bothered to know you. Candidates who can give you specific answers to this question, like, let's say, uh, talk, of, talk about your mission or vision or values or or a very specific decision that you have taken last year or in the last five years uh, or any specific achievement that your organizations have uh, achieved in the last few years. Those sort of answers has to be taken very seriously here. It basically means that they have done their homework, which in turn means that they have spent time knowing you, which in turn means they're serious about joining you and contributing to your cause 
or add value to your organization. So I hope you're getting where I'm going. So now I have to stop here since I can only reveal this much in this video because it's a public video. Anything more I say or reveal here will be a public information and will not do any benefit to you uh, managers or leaders out there. As I said before, if you're really interested and I see a group of people interested to brainstorm questions and techniques to hire the right kind of people for your company, then you may contact me on my email uh, below or type in your comments and I will try my level best to help you out. I hope you have learned something today and uh, we'll share this with more and more management and leadership communities only. And I hope you will uh, try out some of the things that uh, I discussed here in this video. Till next time, uh, take care of yourself and your family members. Goodbye and happy hiring. See you guys soon.